AFR On Demand is brought to you by Breck Golf. Try Beaver Creek today, just 20 minutes from downtown Baton Rouge in the Zachary area. They've got a PGA Tour driving range, a short game practice area, 30 to 40-yard practice shots. It's a great place to chip and putt and practice if you don't have time for a full round. Book your tee time today, golf.breck.org, golf.breck.org. Matt Moscona. I'm very important. After further review. Say one more time. After further review with Matt Moscona. And here we go. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. <laughs> Live from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge Studios. Number three, off we go. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. It's AFR, presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. I'm Matt. You're a loser, Matt! Hey, shut up, kid! Paul O'Neill. They're chanting Paul O'Neill's name. Muse. Mm. And Mr. Toby Tom. Play. All right, we're here. Glad you are as well. Get out there and make it a good one. Um, Andrew Lopez in 15 minutes. LSU and Georgia just about to get underway. Uh, teams are out. On, Georgia's uh, out on the field. Uh, Jarvis Evans taking his warm-up pitches there. The freshman lefty for the Bulldogs. LSU will bat first. And I'll see the Tigers, who have a lot on, this, on the line this weekend. SEC West Championship, the SEC regular season championship, uh, a bye in Hoover. Um, so... A lot, uh, a lot on the line this weekend for um, for the LSU Tigers with um, with the SC tournament getting underway. So we'll keep you posted. Uh, some tidbits on the game as we move throughout this hour. The my assumption has always been, I'll I'll reiterate it here, is that most people who are interested in the game, when we're head up on a game, uh, you're watching or listening to the game. My hope is actually for many of you, maybe you're watching the game and you got the sound down, and then you're listening to us, which would be great too. So thanks for being here. Um, but as it is what I normally do, I'll just give you updates on the game because my assumption is a lot of you have access to get the game and updates however you want. So we'll give you some updates. We'll talk about everything but uh, the baseball game by and large right now. Um, Andrew Lopez in about 12 minutes from right now. We'll talk some some Pels and some NBA playoffs, which we'll dive into. On three sports, uh, took a stab <laughs> 100 days out from the start of the college football season, which that in and of itself is exciting. Uh, on, on this day, Thursday... Um, uh, May the 18th, we're 100 days out from the college football season, which is awesome. I'm pumped about it. I know many of you are as well. Before you know it, we'll be in, a, in Nashville for SEC Media Days, and then we'll be in the fall camp, and then it'll be here before you know it. Uh, but on three took a stab at uh, their list of the top 100 players for the college football season uh, in here in 2023, with it being now 100 days out from the college football season. And uh, there was some LSU uh, flavor in this list, which we'll get to, and then some snubs as well. The At the top of the list, as you would expect, is the defending reigning Heisman Trophy winner, the quarterback from USC, Caleb Williams, number one on the list. And actually, it's uh, quite a few quarterbacks, um, or, or back-to-back quarterbacks to start. Caleb Williams, Drake May, one and two. Marvin Harrison, Jr. from Ohio State, three. Brock Bowers, tight end from Georgia, four. 
The highest rated defensive player on the list is Jared Verse, the edge from Florida State, five. One spot later is where you find the first LSU Tiger, Harold Perkins. After an explosive freshman season, Harold Perkins, number six on the list of the top 100 players in college football for the coming season. Uh, Brian Kelly, uh, during spring, talking about the, um, the rising sophomore. I think you're going to see him as active as he's been and, and maybe just in a different fashion. If you just line him off the edge, everybody's going to game plan for him. I think we put him in a better position at the linebacker position and then we can move him around on third down. So I think he's going to be as active as any time uh, that we've had Harold. He just has other responsibilities now that, that he hadn't had before. You know, if there's one question with Perkins, it's going to be how does he react to the new role? The fact that he is now going to be in in that role where he's going to be the, the Mike linebacker and he's moving inside, how does he react to that as opposed to just being the guy with a singular responsibility, which is, hey, go to the edge, be super athletic, and get upfield? His numbers are incredible. And the fact that after a freshman season where he played a specialized role, I mean, he had double-digit tackles for loss, but... The fact that after that season, he's the sixth highest rated player in the entire country, according to On3, that's a major, you know, what an impact he made as a freshman. Uh, you got to go down the list a good bit before you get to the next couple of LSU Tigers, both in the 50s. Number 53 is wide receiver Malik Neighbors, and number 57 is offensive tackle Will Campbell. Uh, those are all of the Tigers on the list in the top 100. Um, so there are a couple of noticeable omissions and snubs, which we'll talk about here in a second. Neighbors at 53, they have as the sixth best receiver in the country, which I, I think is perfectly fine. We looked at a list earlier this week that had, you know, from ESPN, that had Malik Neighbors seventh in the country, and I really don't care. Uh, genuinely, it, it it's something so subjective, and you can put them where you want, and they're all very talented. I think maybe one thing that hurts Malik Neighbors is the fact that Kayshawn Booty had so much attention given him a year ago, and that even though Malik Neighbors had a 1,000-yard receiving season, I think a lot of LSU fans don't even realize Malik Neighbors had a 1,000-yard receiving season. But week one, he'll have an awesome opportunity against Florida State to splash on a major stage, and people will know his name, and he's going to make a lot of money next year. Provided he stays healthy, has a productive season. Malik is great. We all know it. The, the country will see it. It was a bit surprising seeing Will Campbell on this list at 57, considering he's a rising sophomore. But again... You saw Harold Perkins at six. And if you step in as the number one offensive tackle in the country and uh, as a true freshman, you're starting from jump, uh, that's incredible. They have so This basically puts him as the seventh best offensive tackle in all of college football. And I'm really okay with that. I'm surprised to see him that high. But when you talk about a marquee program like LSU, a five-star player that steps in day one and lives up to the hype, He's going to be a guy who people know his name and is going to fit that bill. And he has certainly earned a lot of those accolades. What you'll notice is there's no Jaden Daniels. And that really surprises me. I mean, Jaden Daniels has the fourth best odds to win the Heisman Trophy. Y'all, Joe Milton is on this list at 81. Devin Leary's on the list at 96. Sam Hartman, who transferred to Notre Dame, he's at 52. J.J. McCarthy from Michigan's at 70. Quinn Ewers, who was hurt, missed a bunch of last year, is 75. I mean, Jaden Daniels is entering year five. He just led LSU last year with 2,900 passing yards, ran for nearly 900 yards, beat Bama, won the West. Like, you're going to tell me that guy 
who's got the fourth best Heisman odds in the country shouldn't be on the top 100 list. I mean, again, it's subjective. I don't want to overreact to it, but if that's the way people feel about Jane Daniels now, he may have a steeper hill to climb in terms of national awards and accolades if they ha- don't even have him in the top 100 yet. A guy like Joe Milton is on the list at 81. You kind of almost wonder, like, did the people from on three when they were making this list, like, did they just forget Jaden Daniels? Um, it, it's a little stunning that <laughs> that he's not on this list, considering the skins on the wall, how veteran he is. I mean, Joe Milton couldn't keep his job at at, at Michigan. Transfers to Tennessee, loses his job to Hendon Hooker. Hooker gets hurt. Then we see Milton step up and play the, the last game of the regular season. The bowl game played well, but there's no justification for having for having Joe Milton on the list, for having J.J. McCarthy or Quinn Ewers on the list, and not having Jaden Daniels. I'm not saying take them off. It's fine. You would have them on great, but if that's your standard, not having Jaden Daniels on the list is a bit ridiculous. Uh, Mason Smith's not on the list, but I understand that as well. He just hasn't played in two years. Uh, he's played very minimally in two years, so I understand it. I would tell you Makai Wingo is the other guy that should be on the list. Uh, Makai Wingo was a third-team All-American last year. And if you're a third-team All-American, just if you're doing the math, if you have 22 members of each All-America team, that means he was one of the top 66 players. And if you want to extend it to specialists, you could look at maybe the top 75 players. The dude was a third-team All-American last year. He should be on this list. It's just a thing where people don't know his name. So some of this becomes a popularity contest, and I'm not going to overreact to it. But if you're looking at guys that are omitted now who might be on a list like this later in the season, clearly Jaden Daniels would be one. Mason Smith, provided he stays healthy. Makai Wingo just does what he did last year. He should be on it anyway. And then I would also throw in a guy like Emory Jones. I'm not telling you both LSU's tackles would, would be worthy of being on there or would be on there. But both should be worthy by the end of the season if they play and play as well as as they uh, they have and could and should throughout the course of the season. So, you know, we're, we're inching closer. It was a fun thing to do to look at where a lot of people are ranked on the list. LSU's got three in the top 100, but more notably than the guys on it were, were the omissions to me anyway. Nate, notably, Jaden Daniels, fourth best Heisman odds. You don't have him in the top 100 players in the country. That's, that's a little hard to believe. All right, it's after further review. Um, we are uh, brought to you by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anthagen Clinics of Louisiana. Uh, they're underway in Athens. Um, Gavin Dugas walked to open the game, and then uh, Trey Morgan fl- uh, flew out. Dylan Cruz strikes out. So two out, one on for Tommy White. We'll see if LSU can uh, get a little two-out rally going here. It's after further review. Brought to you by our friends over at uh, Michelle Wang and Measurement. Michelle.com. That's Michelle.com. With 30 offices across 11 different states. Remember, if you weigh or measure something, they sell, service, rent the products you use to weigh and measure. It's Michelle Weighing and Measurement. And I say this all the time, but if you're looking for a career, not a job, a career, Michelle's been around for 76 years, 76 years, maintaining their local ownership right there in Harahan. But they've continued to expand from literally coast to coast. You can go to the website, you can hit the careers tab right there at the top, and you can see all of the different positions they have available at all of their different locations, and calibration labs across the country. It's Michelle Wang and Measurement. Michelle.com. That's Michelle.com. All right, y'all. Um, Andrew Lopez is going to jump aboard with us next, of course, from ESPN.com. I want to talk with the uh, draft lottery now in the rearview mirror of the Pels land where we they were projected to, which is 14. What could they possibly do with the 14th pick? And uh, and do they have other options to, to move and shake this offseason? What are their needs? 
We'll talk a little bit about that with Andrew Lopez coming up and get a thought on uh, on the NBA playoffs as the conference finals are underway. We'll talk with uh, Andrew Lopez from uh, ESPN.com. When we come back, it's AFR. AFR. Hey, remember NOLA Flooring, NOLAflooring.com. Uh, you want to say 40, 50, 60% on flooring? You can always get to New Orleans Flooring and online there at nolaflooring.com. Um, I love sharing great t- uh, customer testimonials. And, um, you know, we've had so many that have come in, as so many of our listeners have gone over to New Orleans Flooring and had an amazing customer service experience. And, you know, I talk so much about, about price because – Really, it's a great competitive advantage when you cut out the middleman. You can say 40, 50, 60% on flooring. But the thing also is, you know, when you buy your flooring from New Orleans Flooring and they come install it, you get all that great customer service as well. I mean, you're, you're welcoming people into your home and you want to know that it's a, a trustworthy, reputable company. And I'm proud to stand by New Orleans Flooring. And that's been one of the most rewarding things, as so many of you have told me your testimonials. It's New Orleans Flooring, Metairie and Prairieville, or online at nolaflooring.com. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and online at theantiagingclinics.com, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. A Game 2 Lakers Nuggets is tonight. Conference finals roll on. All the Pelicans can do is watch. Uh, our buddy Andrew Lopez of ESPN.com, good enough to join us for a couple of minutes here. How are you, dude? I am. Uh, I am good, man. I'm. Uh, I'm off the road. I'm off the playoffs. I can sleep in my own bed for more than two nights in a row. Nice. Uh, it's pretty nice. Nice. Congratulations on getting your life back. <laughs> uh, not that Thank it's. You. Not that it's. Uh, not that you're complaining, right? I mean, it's. Um, no, I it, mean, if, if they want to pay for me to go to Miami, I'll. 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 I'll go. I mean, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Hey, man, um, unfortunately, the Pelican season didn't end like we wanted it to. And you and I talked, you know, right, did a little bit of a postmortem. Now we know with the lottery, uh, the draft order set, the Pels are picking 14th. Are, are we expecting them to make that pick? Uh, I, I'd say it's 50-50 uh, right now. I, I can definitely see them trying to package that and move to get a, a, a kind of more of a win-now piece. Um, it, it doesn't quite make sense to try to add another 19, 20 year old kid who, who's, you know, maybe not going to play right away. And if you can move that to, to get a guy who you feel can help you right now, maybe package that with some of the salary that you already have. Uh, I can totally see them uh, making a move with that pick to try to get in more of a, a win now guy than the, uh, you know, do, do what they did before. Now, this isn't a situation. I remember, you know, under Dell, this was a, a yearly tradition where they would. <laughs> be constantly giving away the picks and then eventually you didn't have anything to build on. I don't think it's a bad situation. I think this is kind of a one year, you know, because of where we're at, because of that kind of thing in the lottery, you try to maybe, you know, trade back in the draft with that pick kind of like you did with the Trey Murphy trade a couple of years ago where you were sitting at 10, you tend to get something you needed in, in, in Jonas Valanciunas did something off of, of the Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe contract and still get the guy you wanted at 17. I could see them doing that with uh, maybe some teams who are kind of further back in the lottery. So definitely something that I still think they could uh, try and do. 
Hey, remind me, how much longer, uh, how many more assets do they still have from the AD trade? From the AD trade, it is uh, the Lakers pick uh, in either 24 or 25, so they can still swap that pick uh, or swap that draft. So you're, you're in control of both drafts in that scenario. Okay. Um, so it's not necessarily a, it could be done next year, it could be done after that. But then following that, you also have uh, still all of the, the Drew assets okay. uh, still coming from Milwaukee because you made sure to push that uh, further out into the, uh, to the future. So I mean, there's no shortage of draft assets this team has if, if they want to explore. But let's let's talk about the guys that are on the roster that may not be. Uh, I mean, you got a handful of guys that have become familiar names that are primed to be free agents. A Herb, Billy, Jackson Hayes, like Najee. What which guys realistically are we expecting to be back? So of, of that group, let's start with uh, Herb and Najee. Uh, Herb and Najee are both uh, still have team options. I think Billy Ernie Gomez also has a team option. So those three could could be back if the team decides. Um, I, I could see a situation where maybe maybe the Billy option gets waived just to try to maybe bring him back at a lower number or try to because he's going to be at two eight two nine I think. Um, so if you're going to be a team that is brushed up against the luxury tax and you're not ready to pay it this year, but we'll pay it next year, uh, you know, maybe you try to replace Billy's contract with a uh, more of a minimum deal closer to the, the, the one five one six range, which is also where Herb and Najee Marshall are. Um, so I, I, I think those are both value deals. Maybe, maybe Najee gets moved in some sort of deal just because, um, you know, you're going to have, uh, you know, if healthy 11, 12 guys you feel comfortable mm-hmm. with, so maybe you can move on uh, in some sort of a deal or to try to match salary uh, somewhere like that. Uh, Herb is almost, yeah, I feel it's definitely coming back. There was maybe a thought at one point you could uh, kind of change Herb's contract up where you decline the team option and then sign him to a longer term deal um, where you can maybe lower his number that you would be paying him after he becomes a, uh, a restricted free agent next year. And basically you say, here, I'm giving you an extra 10 million early. So maybe your number, instead of being 20 million a year, is 16. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know if that's going to be the case now. Um, you probably math wise, you're going to try to keep it as, as low as you can. Uh, so he's probably in at 1.8. Najee's probably in at 1.6, wherever they are. Uh, Billy could go either way. I think they really like Billy. They love Billy as the third center, but, you know, it, it is a numbers game at this point, so we'll see where they go with him. They can afford it, uh, especially if they get rid of 14, so we'll, we'll see where they go. Um, now, Jackson, Jackson's a bit of a, a head-scratcher. I mean, yeah. You know, you could bring him back on a full contract, and, you know, sign him to a new extension, which is possible. You could bring him back on the qualifying offer, which I think is $7.5 million, um, so kind of a higher number, and then he would be an unrestricted free agent next year. Uh, we don't typically see uh, the teams going that route or players going that route much more, but um, it, it is an option if they want to try to see one more stab at trying to have the light bulb come on for him. But it, it, I know he's got his his people in the front office who like him and like what he has done and like what he has been able to do. Uh, but, you know, it's also it's been four years of waiting for the light bulb to come on, and I think, uh, that's that's going to be a, a number. If he's asking for for more than that qualifying offer, then you you you, you let him go get it, and you kind of move on. Yeah, uh, he's on Twitter at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. 
Is um with with Zion's extension, I know they're into the luxury tax, just barely, but they're in it. D does that matter? How much does that matter for for this organization? So I think they can still make some moves to get under it, um, especially with, like I said, depending on what they do with the draft pick. I think the draft pick is what, what puts them into it at this point. Um, but what you can do is still maybe try to figure it out. And this is one of two teams uh, in the NBA who have never paid the luxury tax uh, since that's been there. Uh, so it would be a big deal for this franchise to do it. Now, they have never, ever since we have talked to Griff, he's always said when, when the time is right, they have never said they will not pay the luxury tax. So this is never a situation where the team has, like, the ownership group has made them cut salary for, for issues. But Real, real quick, do, real quick. I'm sorry, real quick. J just for the benefit of the person listening who does not understand NBA contracts, give me the third grade explanation of the luxury tax. So the NBA has a salary cap, but you are allowed to go above the salary cap to a certain extent. That is the tax apron. Once you go above that tax apron, there is a certain amount that you have to pay back toward the league uh, that kind of goes into this, this pot, if you will. Um, and the lower teams get that money. So the uh, Wolves has been a benefit of this before. Um, and it's just sort of kind of built in. So you're not supposed to have the teams like uh, the, the, the Clippers and the Warriors who have 200, 300 million dollar tax bills, uh, tax bills that they are paying every year. Mm -hmm. um, now that goes back into the teams who do not pay the tax that year. So you, you're still in a good spot. However, it, it, it does sort of build up. Uh, the Pelicans have now. There's also something called the repeater tax. And if you pay the tax three out of four years, your your tax bill is then becomes higher. It's it's, it's, a, it's a higher percentage. So if the if the Pels were going to pay it as they are competing, that's always been what we have been told mm -hmm. from, from Griff. They will not pay it until they are competing for championships. So I think they could still try to get under it for next year, and then. The following year, also, we'll see a cap jump probably because of the TV deal. Maybe it's the year after. I could start to see them paying the tax um, as they try to compete if everything goes according to plan with, you know, health-wise and the team starts competing like the team that we saw in December who is, you know, at the top of the West End. Andrew, what free agent or trade targets are realistic that would make sense for this team? I think there's a... Uh, Free agent wise, it's going to be difficult because I think free agent wise, they're really only going to have that. Uh, they're they're one of their exceptions that's only going to be five million a year. So I don't think we're going to see much in terms of, of that without them having to shed a lot of salary. And again, the only way to really shed all that salary would be to move one of CJ Brandon or or Z. And I don't I don't see any of those happening. Right. Um, you're you could be looking at guys in the. 14 and 18 million dollar range which could be a JV contract um and, with, and you can obviously you can add a guarantee Garrett Temple's deal get you an extra five million and guarantee a, a Najee Mart or pick up that option on Najee get you the 20. um I, I still think I don't know about names yet but I would say they are going to try to get a shooter and they're going to try to get rim protection those are the two big things that I think I see this year that they're, that the Pels will try to address uh, in the offseason, how they do that, you know, it, it's, there's only a number of guys out there who can shoot and yes. only a number of guys who can protect the rim. Everybody, everybody wants the, you know, the rim protector who can also guard in the perimeter. That's, that's the top of every NBA team's wish list right now. But 
those are the two things I think they will address. Maybe not in terms that I, I don't know about a comfortable saying a name yet of anybody, but I think those are the two areas where I could see them trying to make some adjustments. He's Andrew Lopez. Hey, let me get a thought on uh, on Lakers Nuggets tonight, game two. Uh, re- reaction to game one where Denver looked good. The Lakers made a late push, obviously, but um, uh, what do you think about tonight? Jokic played fantastic, and yeah. I think he will continue to play fantastic. I, um, I don't know if AD has another 40-point game in him, so you're going to see who's going to step up uh, for the Lakers on that time. I know they're going to make a lineup change tonight, kind of shift some things around. Uh, but I expect an answer from LeBron. I think he's going to have a, a bigger night. I, 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 you know, maybe it's uh, closer than the experts think, but I still think Denver wins. Mm. But uh, I, I definitely think the Lakers will uh, put up a good fight in, in, in three and four back in LA. It's Denver five and a half. Uh, how about Miami stealing game one in Boston? They steal home court <laughs> advantage. I mean, this is a team. Is maybe the best way to ask this is Eric Spolstra the most underappreciated coach in the NBA? Yeah, and you know what's funny? He was still on the 15 when they when NBA did their 75 celebration last year. He was named as one of the 15 best NBA coaches of all time. Oh wow! Does not have a coach of the year. <laughs> That's wild, man. Like, he's because just... when you, because I mean you, you 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 sort of get devalued when you have LeBron James on your team, but he has done so much more. I know, and constantly has his team ready. Jimmy's incredible. Heat culture is a real thing. Uh, you know, I spent time covering Denver in the first round. I spent time covering Miami last round. It's just a, like they're playing without Tyler Hero right now. They're playing without Victor Oladipo, who was their eighth or ninth man. They have just constantly found ways to just get scrappy guys to play. Gabe Vincent, undrafted. Caleb Martin, undrafted. Obviously, Udonis has them, the OG of the undrafted guys. Duncan Robinson, undrafted. Uh, didn't play under order on an $18 million contract for most of the year. He was benched comes back in the playoffs and is hitting threes. You've got Kyle Lowry, a $30 million guy to accept a, a six man role, essentially. Yeah. Uh, he was your big splash free agent signing, you know, two years ago. That, that's one of the targets the Pels were getting. That's kind of how he got the extra year from Miami was he played the Pels against them. So you get a lot of guys to buy into your culture, to your thing. And, and it's just kind of a testament to Spo, Pat Riley, the franchise, as a whole, and uh, I think on, on our ESPN predictions, I, I thought that I thought if they would have played the Sixers, I probably would have predicted the Heat to win. The Celtics, I was like, all right, Celtics have too much talent, but I thought Celtics in six. I, I'm never picking against the Heat again. It's it's going to be like going again. <laughs> I, I just I'm just going to pick them until until they lose and just be wrong that, that that way because they just continue to impress me. He's Andrew Lopez. We appreciate it as always. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right, on Twitter at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. Y'all give him a follow. It's after further review brought to you by Mold Zero USA. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Kill mold, remove odor, other uh, harmful pathogens, and you want to do it in a way that's minimally invasive, Mold Zero is your answer. It's Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Again, Mold-ZeroUSA.com. This process is so easy, y'all. You can call Jim Woodworth. He'll explain it to you. You can go to the website. They have YouTube videos explaining it with testimonials. If you're really into it, you can go read the entire U.S. Army Corps of Engineers report on this patented non-toxic dry fog treatment at the website mold-0usa.com. Mold-0usa.com. For Mold Zero, again, uh, check them out. Give him a call. Get to the website, mold-0usa.com. All right, uh, no score with LSU and Georgia. 
it is the top of the second. Tigers have Jordan Thompson on third base with two outs. It's a 3-0 count. Muse is celebrating because he's giving spoilers left and right, so I'm assuming something good happened. I was trying not to, man. I'm sorry. Braden Joe Bear's at the plate, so I'm assuming at this pitch, Braden Joe Bear will rope a double down the right field line. What's your count? Uh, well, it's, well, I don't know, a, a drop down. Just, just tell me what happened. I don't care. He just hit a ball over the scoreboard. Ellis is up 2 to nothing. Oh, nice. Very good. Um, Deadpool? Yeah. Hey, bro. Right field is embarrassingly short at that park. And you should, there it is. You should hit a lot of home runs at this park. Uh, I mean, maybe not like Deadpool, but I mean, that went right pretty, over the field. Pretty the, close. That's probably gone at the box as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That scoreboard is right on the fence. I know, but I mean, <laughs> hey, that, bar. like, Braden Jobert don't hit too many cheap ones, man. He can hit out of any ballpark in America. I'll, I still don't understand that. We have this conversation so much, I know, but there are there is a segment of the LSU fan base doesn't want Braden Bear playing, and I just don't understand it. He's a 300 hitter. He hits bombs. He's a power bat from the left side. He's like, what? Give, I'll continue to say this. Give me a better option. Yeah, I mean, that. that's that's that. I mean, you know. Paxton Kling strikes out, and I think he struck out half of his SEC at-bats. Uh, it has not clicked for Josh Pearson this way uh, this yeah. year the way that you would expect a progression. Braden Jobert is not a dynamite glove in right field, but I don't care. He's been b- better than serviceable, and <laughs> he's your eight-hole hitter who just hit one over the scoreboard. Yeah, that's nine home runs now for Braden Jobert. I mean, he could be number six on this team in double digits. How many did they have in 17? 17, uh, they had Dykeman and Pap. They had a bunch of guys at eight and nine. No, it was more than Dykeman and Pap. Because check Hunt, me, but I'm pretty sure it was no, Dykeman and Pat. I'm sure it's not because uh, Hunt and I had had a, a bet on that. Um, and I forget what the total was, but um, Pap did it in Omaha, which got me over the total that Hunt and I had with our wager. He hit uh, that was the game he hit from both sides yeah, of the plate. Both sides. It's got him up to double digits. All right, let's let's grab a break. Uh, Otter Locks coming up in 15 minutes. It's AFR. AFR. Brought to you by Darren James and Associates, brokered by EXP Realty. Every home listed by every company, all in one place. Agent225.com. i got to tell you the story. So whenever I give out uh, Darren's cell number, I, I tell you, look, that's Darren's cell number. He's in, And right now he's in Orlando at the EXP conference with his, his family. And I, I said yesterday on air, call him, text him. I guarantee you he will respond like within a minute because he's just the most responsive person that I know. He's always on. Like Darren makes me look, look lazy. Uh, and so Darren shot me a message yesterday. Someone in our audience sent him a text like, hey, Darren, how's Orlando? Hope all is well. Darren, like, right away replied. He sent me a screen grab of it. Of course he does. Listen, I want to tell you about Darren James. I'm talking about the number one realtor in the state of Louisiana. Top 100 realtors in America. And when you call Darren, call his cell phone. Text him. You will be working with Darren James. 335-7666. 335-7666 or agent225.com. Think real estate, think Darren James. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and online at theantiagingclinics.com. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. 
Paul Skeens with an economical second inning. He's at just 25 pitches through two innings. Uh, got a strikeout and two ground ball outs in the first, a strikeout, two fly ball outs in the second. Uh, Braden Bear with a two-run bomb in the top of the second. LSU's up 2-0 on Georgia right now uh, behind Paul Skeens. It's after further review. Glad to have you aboard with us here. If you missed it at the top of the show, we did talk about Andre Sam. Uh, if you are uh, an LSU football fan, this is certainly relevant and very significant. Andre Sam, uh, a, a sixth-year player, a guy who took a redshirt year and is also now taking advantage of the COVID year to play a sixth collegiate season. Is from Louisiana, Iowa High School. We've talked about him a little bit, but from Iowa High, who went to McNeese, played there for, for several seasons, was there for both Lance Gidry and then a couple of years with Frank Wilson. This past season, went to Marshall, where he was a starter for 12 games and played exceptionally well in the secondary Transferred to Tulane, followed Lance Gidry there, and then um, when Gidry left for Miami, uh, Sam went back into the portal, and LSU got his commitment today. So that's uh, that is significant. You know, when we we're, we're talking a lot about LSU football in terms of not building a program, we're not talking in terms of um, you know trying to get to respectability or consistency. And I think this was the conversation we were having a year ago at this time. As Brian Kelly brought in so many transfer players just because he was trying to field a team that was going to be competitive. And they certainly exceeded tons of expectations. But and right now, where this LSU football program is, it's nuance matters. Because we're talking about you know, what's it going to take, what shortcomings do you have that you need to fill in order to compete for and win a national championship. And so safety was a spot coming out of spring that you could objectively look at and say, man, you are really, really lean on experience. You know, Greg Brooks is a guy who's played that nickel safety role for you. Major Burns has been in college going into his fourth year now, but he's been injured every year of his college career. So can he stay healthy? After that, it's Sage Ryan, it's Matthew Langlois, it's the freshman. You like Javen Toviano a lot, but he's never played. Could he step in as a freshman and be really good? Absolutely, he could. But do you want to lean on an uncertainty? And it's why when we talk about the transfer portal, I know there are a lot of people that don't like the transfer portal. But this is, and yes, you are going to lose guys to the transfer portal. You know, a year ago, you lost both starting cornerbacks. You lost Eli Ricks and Dwight McLaughlin. And as a result, you had to go into the portal and go get Jark Bernard Converse and Makai Garner. You had to go supplement there. But there's also going to be spots with the new rules that, you know, Andre Sam is a perfect example of it. Omar Spates is a perfect example of how you use the portal to your benefit. Guys that they're going to get a better opportunity in their final year in school. If you're Andre Sam, playing a year against SEC offenses, playing a year in the SEC is going to be a better litmus test for the pros for you than, than saying at Marshall. If you're Omar Spates, yeah, you played really well at Oregon State. Come ball out for a year in the SEC on a major stage, and you're going to get you're going to turn so much more heads, and you're going to have an opportunity to potentially win a championship. And the benefit for LSU is you supplement spots where you're thin. I mean, inside a lot, look, you, you're losing... From a year ago, Micah Baskerville, who was really the heartbeat on the interior of your defense, and now you're replacing with a guy who's a fifth-year guy, who's a tackling machine, who was all Pac-12. That's the benefit of the transfer portal. 
not only does it benefit the team, but it benefits the kid as well. You know, the the, the young man, the play, the athlete. So, look, are, are there going to be losers in, the, in a portal culture? Yes. But at the same time, and if you're using it as an asset and you embrace it, it becomes a great asset for you. Because if you're Brian Kelly, now you've been able to go out and get Omar Spade. You've been able to get all the, the spots on this roster that you would have had to have been relying on young, inexperienced players. You now supplement with veteran, experienced college football players. It's just the way college rosters are going to be built now, and you use it to your benefit, and Brian Kelly's doing it as well as anybody in the country. Listen, part of the reason why, if we want to extend this conversation, part of the reason why Alabama is maybe looks weaker is Alabama's had a net loss because of the portal. You know, Nick Saban, in the years that, in the last decade and a half, one of the things we've always talked about with Nick Saban in Alabama is how does Nick get these five-star guys to stay? How does he get them to stay, come back for another year? And that just doesn't happen anymore. And so as he just kept supplementing five-star classes after five-star classes, now those guys are le- are leaving. You're not, you're not building your depth. You've got to use the portal. And they've missed in the portal. Eli Ricks for them last year was a miss. The receiver they got out of Louisville, Harold, like, was a miss. You know, spots where you thought you, you had guys that were coming in, you missed. And that's why their roster is, is not what it was. And look, Nick's the best ever, and he'll I'm sure he'll figure it out and figure out a way to use it to his advantage and ultimately get there. But, I mean, is Tyler Buckner the answer at Alabama? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Certainly isn't Bryce Young. But Brian Kelly's been able to do it, man. And today with Andre Sam committing is another big example of that. So uh, a position of need for LSU, and they were able to supplement. The one the one spot remaining where I would love, love to see them be able to add a veteran is tight end. If you could add a veteran tight end, I think that would be so uh, – that would be the final piece uh, on this team. Look, I love – Mason Taylor's awesome. We love what he is and what he's going to be. But everyone behind Mason Taylor is a true freshman. So, you got a sophomore and a bunch of true freshmen. You got your numbers there, but if you can get some experience at tight end, that'd be a huge boost for this team as well. All right, y'all. It's after further review. We're not going to find a break of the show. Come back to a little Otter Locks with Jimmy Ott. Uh, LSU batting here on the top of the third with a 2 nothing lead on Georgia. Trey Morgan is at first base with one out. We'll keep you posted. It's AFR. AFR. Get Gordon and get it done. Gordon McKernan, injury attorneys. If you've been injured in an accident and it's not your fault, you know what to do. Get Gordon and get it done. Call 888-8888. That's 888-8888. Or go to getgordon.com. That's getgordon.com. Tell you all the time about how the G team continues to expand. Of course, guys like Gavin Guidry, Gavin Dugas, the newest member of the G team as well. Actually, Garrett Nussmeyer from LSU Football, the newest member of the G team. They announced that last week. You want to learn more about the G-Team, all the great athletes that are members of Gordon's NIL program there. You can do it at all their social media. Make sure you're following them on social media, at GetGordon. That's at GetGordon. You can see all the great content they produce as well. The grubbing with G with all the NIL athletes as you get to know your favorite players. It's Gordon McKernan, injury attorneys. Get to know the man as well. The man behind the billboards and the radio and TV ads. It's Gordon McKernan, injury attorneys. Remember, if you've been injured, get Gordon and get it done. Go to GetGordon.com. Get Gordon and get it done.
After further review with Matt Muscona, presented by the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and online at theantiagingclinics.com. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. All right, Dallas Stretch, we come final segment here on a Thursday edition of AFR. Always love telling you about our friends at the Aesthetic Medicine and Anti-Aging Clinics of Louisiana. You want to look and feel like your younger self, they can help. Theantiagingclinics.com, theantiagingclinics.com. Trey Morgan out at home. A pitch went to the backstop, but a friendly bounce. Ricochet back to the catcher. And uh, Morgan, who had broke for home from third, gets tagged out at the plate. So gets uh, Georgia out of the inning. Uh, Let him off the hook a little bit there. Travinsky was at the plate with... um, runners at the corners and two outs but uh, tigers lead at two nothing as they head to the bottom of the third all right uh, one thing left to do find out we're betting on tonight time for otter locks otter locks presented by lofton staffing services at lofton we put people to work call us today at 924-0200 or go to lofton.jobs so we turn to the one and only the incomparable and all that incomprehensible the ot father himself jimmy ot otter how are you Feeling good over here at uh, Jolie Pearl, watching a little uh, first round of the PGA and also watching a little LSU baseball. So, Amen. Got the games on over here. Speaking of LSU baseball and speaking of a sports gambling segment, uh, Sunday's game, Matt, Sunday's game, LSU was as high as I think it was 720, 740. Uh, <laughs> In game or, pre- or before the game? No, no, no. No, early, about, about 9 a.m. My buddy uh, oh. made a bet. It was plus five ten on uh, Mississippi State. It went off at two sixty. Oh, We're wow. talking about like from seven twenty to two sixty move. Now it does not take a major bet to move, you know, to move it that much. Sure. But um, obviously, somebody you know watching what happened on Saturday night didn't have a lot of confidence. But seven hundred plus on an LSU a college baseball game. Well, well, uh, yeah, well. Non, no, they, they they're not offering any uh, in game uh, on uh, college baseball, so okay. they don't they don't do that. Hey, um, uh, I, I missed it today, but Tigers and the Pros. I'm sure you talked about Joey Belday today on the South Side. Um, his two former teams, Indians and White Sox. He's giving out trick or treat candy to all the kids. So you know. <laughs> we we miss. I think we missed that one today. <laughs> uh, I, what, I, what, <laughs> what what are you look what are you looking at, Otto? Two and two night last night. What do we got? All right. Um Kalucci will be on at six thirty, seven o'clock puck drop in the NHL in the NBA tonight. Uh the uh the Lakers and Nuggets and did the lug did the Lakers sort of figure out the puzzle and allow them to come back uh from such a, a big deficit. Seemed like it was sort of not a moral victory, but a confidence building big victory. I worry about Malone making in-series adjustments, usually has his team ready to go. But Denver is showing a lot of maturity, unlike Boston, where they, you know, they, they know how to go for the throat, uh, as we did. They, you saw them go five and six in their two series. But the thing, the biggest thing, remember that play when the Lakers down four and they had the ball in the lane and kind of got it away and it was, should have been a foul, could have been a foul called, and they had that alley-oop to Gordon almost mm-hmm. half, and the place goes nuts. That was the only transition bucket of the second half. Oh, wow. So that's my biggest adjustment that the Lakers made in-game, that in, in that altitude, they're not, they not they really got back on transition defense and made it a little bit harder. Like the, um, like the um, Achimura going on, uh, on Joker, that kind of, not so much that he's shut down Joker, 
but he left Anthony Davis to roam and him just kind of guarding the rim was there. I'm looking for a really close game tonight. I'm going to take the Lakers. Hate the Lakers, but I'm going to take them plus the five and a half tonight. All right, Lakers plus five and a half. Uh, anything in MLB? No, only two games. Uh, and so, uh, no, nothing nothing today. All right, Jolie Pearl for the Otter tonight as uh, game time follows us in Baton Rouge. So, Colucci at 630 if you want the uh, the NHL play, that'll be coming up. Um, reaction, we got uh, about 30 seconds out of reaction on uh, round one there at the PGA. Uh, yeah, DeChambeau. Uh, you know, he, he blew up. He got all swollen up during the pandemic. Now he's reduced his body size again a little bit. And he's hitting it pretty good. But Scheffler, the in-game, uh, in-game favorite, minus three, one stroke back. The course is winning, Max. Max yeah. we, we're looking at... Mine uh, plus five, plus six is a cutoff line. One I mean, minute remaining. Really been tough. Really been tough for the golfers today. But Scheffler has shortened his odds uh, from like what pre uh, pre round eight on uh, eight to one to like four to one to win it. Any value? Um, maybe if you want to take a shot at DeChambeau. Scott, uh, Scott, we got him at eighty to one. He's one stroke back. He's on twelve right now, yeah. and he's you know yeah, I think he's. He's had a really nice day. So Adam Scott, okay. 42 year old, uh, is um, is uh, playing very very well. All right, game time with Jimmy out follows us in Baton Rouge. If you're not in Baton Rouge online at 1045ESPN.com. And if you see the guy with the, the catcher's mask running around down, that's Charlie. So, you know. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Otter. Have a great see show. You. All right, uh, that'll do it for us. We're getting out of here. Uh, Muse, Pauly, I appreciate you. Uh, LSU uh, two nothing here. Bottom three, Georgia batting. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 3. AFR. All right, as we get on down the road, I have the pleasure of reminding you about Relief Windows and ReliefWindows.com. Windows door siding, Relief Windows and ReliefWindows.com. You know, I've told so many stories over the years about, about Brandon Holly and the way they do business. And I always tell you, of course, they'll never take a dollar from you until the work is done and you're thrilled. Think about that. They will not take a down payment. There have been people trying to, that have insisted and Brandon will not take a down payment until the work is done and you're thrilled. They take all the financial risk up front uh, because that's just the way Brandon does business. And uh, it's pretty incredible to see. You know, I, there was a story we told one time of you know, someone who, there was a, a faulty window. It wasn't even relief. It wasn't the install. It was the window itself, and it you know, flooded a home. And not only did Brandon replace the windows, he replaced the damage uh, on the floors and helped put the family up while they were replacing the windows, just... When you treat people right and you do it the right way and you have a great product, people keep coming back, man. It's Relief Windows. Proud to endorse them every single day. Check them out. Relief Windows and ReliefWindows.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.